Hi, everybody. I am Amanda Gazzola, and this is the Health and Guelph podcast where stronger meets community because we are stronger together. Every episode, I get to interview different professionals in the Guelph community and talk about mental health, body health, fitness, as well as learn about who they are, their journeys, and just get raw and real. So get ready to get connected, inspired, and simply just feel good because we are all stronger together. And welcome back to another episode of Health in Guelph. This is your host here, Amanda Gazzola. On today's episode, we talk with Marin DeMarin and Tanya Azapardi, the owners of Pomegranate Grove, massage therapists, amazing human beings. And I'm so excited to bring you this episode because we really talk about the value of giving back and, you know, what set Pomegranate Grove on the map. We also got to learn a lot more about who our business owners slash massage therapists are, as well as just overall, just sitting down, shooting the poop, shit, whatever you want to call it, um, having a tea and just, you know, having a nice conversation at the end of the day. So I really do hope that you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Health and Wealth Podcast. I am so excited for today. Today, we have some amazing people on there from Pomegranate Grove. We have Tanya as a party and Marin de Marin. Am I, is that how you say it, Marin? Marin de Marin? It's like, no, it's close. I should have no, it the beginning. It's, it's like, um, I always say when I meet new people, because my name's not very phonetic, it's Gaelic, actually, the, the proper spelling, like even to the point where we should have the afflictions on the eyes. But it's like Aaron with an M, so it's Marin. Oh. And the last name is Damron, but phonetically, it's also, it's read Damarin. So it'd be Marin Damron. You can also say Marin Damarin. <laughs> There we go. I bet you some people have been wondering this. Now they know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I get it all. Yep. So both of you guys are registered massage therapists and business owners. And I am going to let you guys introduce yourselves because we have both of you guys on. This is just like an informal having tea type of conversation today. People are getting to know you on a whole different scale other than just pomegranate grove. So welcome. Tanya, you can Thank start. Thank you. Thanks Thank so you. much, Amanda. Yeah. Did you say Tanya start? Yes, I did. <laughs> it's me, yeah. Um, so um, obviously, my name is Tanya. I've actually known Amanda for years and years and years. Um, we go way back. Yeah, uh, probably like what, like 32 years we've known each other, something like that. Probably. How crazy is that? Way back awesome. at, from our Milton days. Um, <laughs> we we grew up together playing baseball um, and reconnected back in Guelph, which I, I find typically happens. Um, I, the people that I've made longtime friends with here in Guelph, you know, you chat with them and get to know them. And then through the grapevine or through the, um, through conversation, you're like, oh, you're from Milton too. I had no idea, or I've heard of your name. And for whatever reason, we've now connected back in Guelph. So it's kind of cool having this um, community of people um, that you know so well. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'm Tanya and I... I don't even know what to say about myself. I've been a massage therapist now for uh, about seven years, almost eight years. Um, I used to work out of my home. Uh, I've got two little kiddos at home. So it's kind of um, a back and forth between 
being a mom and doing all the mom things and trying to grow my business at the same time, which Amanda, you know, has been, <laughs> has been a struggle and it's been a, a whirlwind, but um, you know, with a little bit of help from your friends, you sort of get to the point that you need to get to. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Yeah. And oh. I met Marin. Marin and I met um, back when we were doing school together, yeah. actually. Oddly enough, Marin gave me a massage. It was like my first year of school. And she that's the first time we actually met. Um, and then, rubbing your body is making you feel good. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, casual first, 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 first encounter. Yeah, um, which was, it was so nice. I liked Marin right from the get-go. But Mutual. When, we, when we were told during the pandemic that we were no longer able to work from home, uh, which I, I used to work from home, I was trying to find a place that I could take all of my clients so that I could continue working when we reopened. And Marin had contacted me when she first opened Pomegranate Grove asking if I wanted a job. And I said, no, no, it's all good. Um, but I contacted her and asked, you know, if I would be able to bring my practice to her clinic. And uh, she was like, yes, yes, that would be great. She had just opened and, you know, then we were shut down shortly after. And so oh, I brought man. my talk about a blessing right there. Eh, Marin? <laughs> oh, you have no idea. We've been no idea. so lucky. We've been so lucky to have sort of reconnected. Yeah. So we started working there together and we decided that that moment that we would create a partnership and, and grow forwards from there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was oh, great. Awesome. The best thing the best, that ever happened. The yeah. The very best thing. Yeah. yeah. And Marin, uh, I'll let so you. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm Marin. Um, so, so like I resonate with the, what you say about, so I'm born and raised um, from Guelph and, but I do find that there is a community and there's always a six degrees of separation. I mean, as this city grows, it does, it feels like very, you know, very familiar when that does happen. Um, if you, you know, as Guelph's growing, it sometimes, it, 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 you think it would happen less, but it doesn't always happen less. Like there's always there's some more. sort of there's like somebody, yeah, you know, it's true. Yeah. It's something so beautiful about that. So yeah. Uh, yeah, born and raised in Guelph. Uh, I went to U of G here and then I worked at the cooperators for seven years after undergrad. Two of those were Matt leave. So I have two daughters and I just kind of, I just wasn't really antsy around in that desk the jockey world like I got my physical body was actually like agitated <laughs> so I wasn't really good at sitting at a desk so um I had always wanted to go be in like the health um and wellness um arena career wise and I used to sit at the cooperators and get pamphlets sent to me from all kinds of massage schools like I would just get a wall <laughs> and get like a like, like, like a paper <laughs> copy of like a info from the school about massage so I finally trying to tell me something. I know yeah. I just, just finally uh made the move so I started school and say with Tanya been a massage therapist for coming up to eight years I guess we I are. So, yeah. and um and um trying to think what else I could say. Yeah, I have two daughters. Um, and I'm just grateful for, we, I like my life. We here. connect. We, we're very, we're very fortunate. We come from similar lives in our, in our home life. We have similar direction yep. in, in what we want to do yep. moving forwards. And um, we always, you know, family always comes first for always. us. So we both have a very similar mindset our yeah. family comes first um our children you know are, are our main priority and uh, and then helping others is shortly thereafter absolutely yeah 
Oh, and I do always, I remember Tanya from school, just like a bright, oh yeah, just a bright ray of sunshine. Always. Oh, oh yeah. Oh my gosh. About you, just man. like exudes. <laughs> oh. Thank you so much for sharing. And oh man, like I honestly, Marin, I cannot picture you at the cooperators at all. I think I love you, but I was just like, really? I didn't know that. No, yeah. I'm like, I can't yeah. picture that. Cause you just like, you just, you just like stay in like your own vibe. Like, and like, mm-hmm. it's very easy to be sucked in a little bit when sometimes when you're in a total mind frame working in a facility like that. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. We, uh, someone called it once the golden handcuffs. Cause there was, there's, it was, there was a lot of reasons, but I kept, I know the nudge of the nudges were, I guess, I guess we all have them, right. I could have ignored these nudges that were so strong to kind of follow my path, but, but it was, I couldn't ignore them. The nudges were so, so, so strong that I just had to make a move, those internal little dialogues that we all have. And I, for whatever reason, um, they were stubborn enough and I just couldn't ignore it. It's true. <laughs> I know I kind of, I put, I want, I thought I was gonna, Be I did corporate. Yeah. Girl, like, girl, play, girl. yeah. I had a mortgage mm-hmm. right after undergrad mm-hmm. and, and I wanted to have kids, all my, all, everyone was doing post-secondary masters and stuff. And I really wanted to have babies. Yeah. So I got a job and had these beautiful babies. But, but I think that's why being driven, it feels the same when my husband and I were discussing having children and moving forwards. It was sort of this concept of like, well, what could I do that I could still create an income for myself, yeah. but also be around as much as I wanted or to be to, to facilitate watching my children grow. Yeah. It's huge. So it just sort of, it just sort of fit. And it's funny yeah. because for myself, I grew up um, everybody in my life. I mean, I used to massage my mom's baseball team for money. Oh, really? <laughs> Before when I was a little girl, yeah, oh my God, yeah, for ten bucks a pop, and I would rub their shoulders in between. Oh, you know, I grew so up cute. in the baseball world. Yeah, yeah. We all oh man, those teams. hands have been like magic since they like you're ten years old. They've been conditioned, and and <laughs> and I think I got a taste of it then. I when I graduated. Um, uh, university, I went to work for a chiropractor who was phenomenal. I, he was such a wonderful man. And I owe a lot of my mindset around health and wellness to him. And I'm so grateful. His name is uh, Dr. Paul Nolette. He's incredible. And um, he sort of was sort of pushing me along the path to be a massage therapist as well. And so it's just sort of uh, my whole life. It's sort of yeah. just been that direction, that yeah. direction. So same sort of idea, like oh, totally. I sort of ignored it for a little yeah. while. And then I was yeah. like, well, just are a little too strong that I yes think. yes and it's funny because they always say stuff about you following your your personal path and where you feel you are meant to be yeah and the second that I sort of gave into that yeah. moment it was like my life then exploded in a way that totally. I can't same here I can't describe yeah. oh, man just, I've been watching it it is so true yeah oh, it's like so the cool. pieces fell together and yeah you know Marin and I we talk about it all the time. We, we went into this career because we really like just helping people. Yeah. We like facilitating happiness and, yeah. and rest and wellness and, and being the safe space for people it just feels really good. But on top of that, we found ways, which I think was so important for her and I both to, on top of the treatments, how we could use our business to sort of yes. grow this, um, 
this caring yeah community give back to community yeah, yeah which is yeah been, it just felt so good it's felt oh, so good all along totally yeah. totally oh this perfect this is the perfect segue because I really wanted to talk about you know I might be wrong and you can totally correct me but I feel like what got you on the map and got pomegranate on the map was like your huge movement back in 2020 of giving back and that was to the nurses yeah. and I want to talk more about that because like that had not been done like especially well, as fast as and yeah. it came super fast like your thoughts like what I just want to know like let's talk about that I'll say I want to preface it and I want you to because like Basically, I, I'll never forget, I, I was also working from home after three years. I was at a physiotherapy clinic at Towner, Massa Physio, Bullfrog Plaza, amazing, amazing physiotherapist there. I, I still go, I was there this morning for physio, <laughs> truly, yeah. but I am. I Then I moved to work from home because I knew there was more, um, and you obviously had those feelings Same too. Day, yeah. So it was a Friday night, and I had this like really cute treatment room in my house, this beautiful view overlooking and all the things I thought I wanted. And I was, I was just so, I was drained. Like I was sort of in this like mechanical autopilot mode and mm. I love our job to give back just uh, like echoing mm. what Tanya said earlier and facilitating like, you know, these individual treatments to recalibrate a bodies like my body and soul. Like to, it's just such a gift to be able to do that. And still, so I felt this, you know, massage therapy burnout. We kind of hear about it in school. We're warned about it. My parents were concerned about all this stuff. And I, I felt a moment that I was like, okay, I see, I see what they're saying now. Like I, I was just sort of being, I wasn't, I wasn't, my bucket wasn't full to facilitate a treatment as much as I wanted to, whether I have high standards for myself or whatever that is. So that moment, that day I decided I put in a call because I thought I want, I want to be able to give back on a give more on a grander scheme than just my what I'm physically mm -hmm. capable of mm -hmm. so I so I put in a call I mean if you want to call it manifesting or whatever the ball really rolled from there but I say this to Tana all the time and I want you to speak on the nurses week it, and you cut you touch on this too Amanda like this sort of the ground floor I was I, I, I was I was definitely not thinking, I wasn't thinking selfishly I was just very acutely aware of my own limitations and wanting to create like that I felt like I was creating the space for things like this to happen, but I didn't, I didn't have the ideas. And when I met, when Tanya came in, not when I met her, I met her way before when Tanya came in and we started working together and she was spitting out all these ideas. And I just thought like, I've been eternally grateful because I think my, I, again, was sort of streamlined into making the space runs smoothly and then Tina came in and even elevated it. So nurses week happened. Well, I think, I think we're just, Marin and I have realized, and this it sounds just like a complete love fest on each, on each other, but it truly, it truly yeah. is and has yeah. been like the, the idea, you know, that two women and a collection of, of good minded, really great people together yeah. and women yeah. in, yeah. in general just so much can be accomplished yeah. and it's funny I go to Marin all the time and I'm like we're such a good duo because I have these crazy ideas I come out with these like oh I really want to do this and this I think will be a cool idea and what do you think about this and now now I go up to Marin and I'm like Marin I've got an idea rein me in where I need to be <laughs> reined in or let's fly where we can fly but we I sort of like spitball these ideas and Marin refines them and we sort of together organize how we can create these 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 things and these ideas and these concepts. And nurses, we came out of. Um, so before I worked at at Marin's clinic, 
our a couple at, at our clinic. We, we, thank you. That's so, <laughs> so sweet. That's so sweet. Before we worked together, um, we, I created these bags with a bunch of friends. You were one of them. We created yeah. um, nurses bags, yeah. Amanda. That was, we just that. wanted to give back. We just wanted to do sort of our part. I had a bunch of us had that first three months. This is even before COVID, this right? This is before. No, like, this is this no, it's during COVID. COVID. Yes. COVID. Yeah, it was okay. 20. I think it was April 2020. Yeah, had- when you had the idea and then we ex- executed it in the May beginning of June. Okay, well, yeah. it was like day three of COVID because yeah. to me, it feels like you were, you tapped right <laughs> into how can we have these, like before anyone well, even thought about it. It was kind of just like, like I'm sitting around. I mean, like all of us, we're always so busy and busy and doing this and doing that. And, you know, I've got two kids at home. So it's like one thing to the next and organizing all this stuff. And it just is what it is. And I thought like, how cool would it be? I've got three months here. I I will probably never have the opportunity to be asked not to work and just spend yeah. time with my family at home, which yeah. was honestly a beautiful gift yeah. in itself. Yeah. Um, and I don't take that lightly. I do understand that people we're having a, a rough time. I'm, I'm not trying to dismiss that, but I'm just trying to say for myself personally, make the best of it. It was like, yeah. I wanted to make the best of it. And yeah. so, and then I thought, you know what, I'm, I'm kind of sitting around here and thinking of things to do. And I thought, how, how great would it be to give back to those poor nurses or the people at the hospital who were asked to give all of their time right yeah. at the beginning? Remember they were working around, yeah. nobody knew what this was no. and they were really working so hard and just so exhausted. And I've always been a big, supporter of nurses in our yes. healthcare system anyway. I just, you know what, I'm, I'm sure it comes from a lot of um, health anxiety, to be honest. I'm just, I'm so grateful that there are people there who who are willing to give their time to take care of my family and, and my friends. And I just, I'm so grateful for them. But apart from that, I came to Marin and I kind of said, I have this idea yeah. um, and I really want to give back to the nurses. I really can see the burnout. I have a lot of friends that are nurses. Yeah. They're working around the clock. They're they're tired. They're exhausted. They're scared. They're all these things. And and, and I, I think it would be really cool to open up the clinic for a week and give them free yeah. massages. Yeah. And Marin at first was like, okay, that's you like a full week. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah a full it week. And it felt big. But, that was a but, big idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Marin was like, all right, let's see how we can do it. Let's crunch the numbers. Let's figure it out what we need to do. And and, and we did, we just made it happen. And it felt like, so we, Marin yeah. and I personally saved our money. Yes. We, yeah. We, we saved, we saved I mean, 10 grand. 10 grand. Yeah. We saved. Cost, yeah. I mean, we, we saved yeah. our, 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 we just, we decided that we had conversations about how grateful we were to be back to work. To yep. be honest, yep. that, that first three months, it was um, terrifying. We, I, I said right before we got on with you, Tanya, I remember I said to Tanya, because everyone was sort of going digital mm-hmm. and, and our work cannot be digital. Be digital. <laughs> we like can't there's do it no way no. to no. do massage. Even, even physio was going to virtual a little bit. Like it was, you know, those truly those thoughts of, will we be able to work in the capacity that we did in the past with our job, you know, that didn't last long, but that thought definitely crossed my mind at yeah. least was like, is this going to, it was terrifying. It was terrifying. It was and so then to terrifying. own the small business owner hat on top of that was, um, a very daunting, uh, kind of couple of, of months there. Won't lie. So <laughs> we, we, we literally decided that when we were given the chance to start working again and when yeah. we didn't have to close, um, because we're, encapsulated in that um healthcare professional 
professionals, we decided that we were going to create a net zero year for us and just be grateful yeah. to have an income. Yeah. And everything that we we created that was extra, we were going to give back to the yeah. community, to the people who were less fortunate than us. And it was 2021. And even, yeah. and even the sort of that second, yeah. that last half of 2020. Yeah. So we really, we, were just, we, couldn't, we, just, we couldn't believe we could work. We, like it was, we were so grateful. So grateful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that's beautiful. And it's so true. Like the fear of uncertainty, the unknowns all happening. And then, yeah, you have the opportunity to go back to work and it's like, you know what? I'm so grateful for this. How can I help the community out? And so mm -hmm. you directly went and you did like worked with the nurses. And I want to know, like, what was the nurses? Like when they heard that you're doing yeah. this, like, how did they feel? Well, like, yeah. We booked up fast. fast. And that's what it, like with the first week we, we were, we were full with in less than 24 hours. And that's I think it true. was 120 massages, yeah, something, something like that. that. It might've been 150. Wow. And Tanya was, yeah. cause when you, you know, um, she again was tapped into this psyche of, um, exhaustion and and underappreciation before even before COVID like COVID brought awareness to that of, of with our mm -hmm. with our healthcare at a new level but you were definitely tapped into that tan early and um I what my eyes were open to we had nurses yeah we had nurses in tears we had nurses explain that they're working like multiple contract jobs in multiple locations without any benefits or holiday or time yes uh, which I didn't know they had been promised so many things yeah. and just were never sort of it you know what it I guess from the bottom bottom up I always think to myself like again going back to these people who take care of us I mean you know my children my parents my aunts my best friends my immunocompromised people I think like if if we don't have these healthcare people to take care of us yeah. then I I that's a scary thought to me. Yeah. It's a really scary thought. And I, and I think we're doing, and I mean, again, I, I could get backlash from this. I, I don't know. I'm not politically charged. I'm not, you know, in that world, but from looking on the outside in and speaking to my friends, I just feel like we're not doing a good enough job taking care of those yeah. people that take care of us. I, I just I, believe that we yes. need to do more. And so yeah. I thought, well, then, you know what, that what I know that I can do is I can give back my services and let them know that I appreciate what it is that they're doing for our community. So that's sort of, where Oh yeah. With that. That's why your yeah. podcast is so cool. Cause it's just, it's like, it filters down from, you know, within our own household mm -hmm. outwards and then, and then like fundamental places in our community, like, like a hospital, for example, nurses or, you know, but it's just like across the board, taking care of each other, everyone. And, and, mm -hmm. and, um, Oh, I was going to say something it's else. It's community. It's yeah, like, it's community. You know, yeah. it's funny. I, I was at a course. I was taking this acupuncture course this weekend. And um, the, the gentleman teaching it is, <laughs> he's blowing my mind. He's incredible. And he actually brought up a point that he said, you know, back in the day, he's like Napoleon, for instance. He's yeah, like, we yeah. when he was, you know, they exiled him away to an yeah. island because the worst thing that we can think of doing to somebody is isolating them. Yeah. So... Yes. When I considered that over the course of the pandemic and the amount of people that were isolated, yeah. and that's the worst thing that we can think as yeah. a society to do to somebody and all of these poor people in isolation, I just like community is just so important. And to know that, you know, yes, we're helping people when you come into our clinic, yeah. we're giving you a, an hour. It's for you. We're here for you. You want to talk to us about the things yeah. you want to talk about? Sure. You want to sleep, you don't, cry, whatever you laugh, need to do. Whatever. It's your time. But yeah. on top of that, 
you know, people in the community, the children that were so affected yeah. by online schooling and some kids oh, yeah. thrived and some kids really didn't. And, <laughs> yeah. and I just, some families had one of each of their houses. <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> and it just, it just felt like we could give to those communities too. We did a little bit of work yeah. with the Children's Foundation, Foundation which yeah. we'll mm-hmm. continue to do. They're, they're doing amazing things. And we did a raffle with a bunch of small businesses. Yeah. Um, just because yeah. we can, we can reach with what we gain and what, with what we earn and the things that we do, we can reach bigger audiences and we can, yeah. we can create a sense of community. You know, we can create a sense of you belong with us. You, be, we care enough about you to yeah. do things for you, to help you, to be here for you. So I so, think that was sort of the concept of trying to give back. That's why I love our job. Cause it's that butterfly effect. Like when we have, yes. we have one-on-one where it's like, and I think, I think I've fallen even more in love with our work because it's so fundamental. Like it's so basic. It's just human touch. Mm -hmm. It's so basic in Mm -hmm. so many ways. And then you can expand within just our practice a hundred million miles out from that specifically talking about manual therapy. And then we're lucky enough that we get to also be small business owners in Mm -hmm. Guelph, which we love Guelph. So we get to kind of, we get to, we get this beautiful balance of both where it's like, uh, you know, small scale one-on-one, one-on-one, which is teeny tiny in a way, but then there's that butterfly effect of hopefully that person feels good and it, that goes and ripples. And then as a small business, it's, it's like a sort of exaggerated uh, care for the, community. for the community. Yeah. That's so important. Like all I heard is like, you guys found purpose. Like you found your purpose yeah. in the yeah. pandemic. And yeah. that is something yeah. that like is so important because that's what keeps you going. That's what like makes you want to do more and more. And I feel yeah. that there's like that little bit that that's what we're trying to do right now. Is like by this podcast, by talking to you is like, we're trying to bridge that gap and show like, you know, finding your purpose again. Cause a lot of people have lost it during this. Cause we've yeah. been like, there's just been so much that's been thrown up at us. So yeah. how do like, you know, giving back, like we got to hear about that now it's like, you know, how do you start? How do you make time for this? Like where, because you guys are both moms, you both are business owners. You have young ones that are like, you know, in school and have their practices, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. You can yeah. say it, Amanda. It takes a lot of time. Yeah. A lot of our time. Oh man. Oh man. Yeah. I'm just at the beginning you stages know. and I already feel the needs happening. Yeah. So totally. yeah, that's radical it's overwhelming, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just read that a mom, being a mom is the equivalent of having two and a half full-time jobs. Yeah, so tired. But, but honestly, how do you find the time to do that? And like, where do you even start? Like, this is like, I want to kind of start that. Cause like, this will help someone else. Like, you know, if you can't do it for yourself, sometimes it's better to do it for someone else. And then you start seeing like that butterfly effect. You're like, oh man. And then you start feeling good. And that's the fulfillment that we're kind of like in and out of, like yeah. we've lost that touch. So mm-hmm. Good question. Again, it, it takes, it actually, like, I mean, Amanda, you know, we have tried to get onto your podcast for a couple months, a couple months now, more and, than a couple months and just finding I'm not the gonna, it's been a bit, it's been a bit, but that's yeah, the same time. There's been flu. There's been, yeah. there's been so but, much that's happened. So but, that's but what life. I mean by that is, is a lot of our, a lot of our ideas take some time. Like, yeah. like 
I all tend to, again, our partnership kind of works in such a beautiful way that I'll like spitball an idea. I'll casually crossing paths in between massage That's appointments. Amazing. I'll be like, yeah. Marin, I've, I've got this thought. What about doing something like this? And Marin will be like, all right, I like it. It's I like, like it. It's like a walking light Let's... bulb. You know, they're like, bing, that like light bulb. <laughs> I'm like, I just thought about what about this or what about that? And, good. and Marin will be like, oh, I like it. Okay, let me think on it. Let me see how we can like move this along. And then it takes, you know, okay, well, we'll, we'll meet next Tuesday. We've, yeah. we've, it's sort of a, a funny dynamic, our, our job, because yes. we, we're practitioners. So we have our time with our clients, um, how we create our income. Which is focus time. We're not, mm-hmm. you're not doing anything else during that time. We're not sitting at a desk, no. planning our something. Writing like are, ideas yeah. down. It's you, like you 20, wanna, 25, yeah. 30 hours a week are client focused. So that's, and it, we have to manage our expectations knowing mm-hmm. that that we're not yeah. answering emails anything like we're with a client that's we're with that. a client and so our our time apart from that is um you know quickly before we leave we've got 30 minutes to chat about a concept or an idea and then we sort of just make it a point i think because we have so little time yeah. you know again we're massage therapists because when when i get home i like the fact that i can get home and spend quality oh, time yeah. with my kids yeah. and my family. I can have dinner with them. I yeah. can play with them outside. Yeah. Um, so our work time for me is after they go to bed at 8.30 at night. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sitting on my computer researching things, researching ideas, coming up with, yeah. with things. But I think also because of that, Marin and I are really quick to make decisions. That is huge. Yeah. And I think that's so quick to make quick. up your mind. Yeah. Um, Here's an idea. Okay, yeah, Marin, yeah, you go yeah. check out if this place is available. Yeah. I'm going to go ask these people if they're in, in, interested. We'll meet back tomorrow and figure out if we can move forwards with it. And I mm-hmm. think we both know ourselves well, and we know like we know what we need mm-hmm. uh, personally. Someone asked me recently about opening a business, and I also said I think it's also worked well because we've had a cup we've been in the field for a little while so we've done some different things and and kind of sussed out you know the the arena and figured out what we really want within it had some failures along the way mm-hmm. I mean this again it's never this like overnight walk out of your Linear. final family. yeah yeah, yeah. No. and I think we're in, like yeah our, we have a really nice um balance we're very intentional mm-hmm. I think with with mm-hmm. how we we have an idea yeah. and then we just execute it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I you also it. involve the community though. Uh, I've noticed that, you know, when you're mm-hmm. like working, you're partnering up with the Hope House or you're partnering up right. with the Children's Foundation to like mm-hmm. grab more, like to, you know, the tampons, the diapers, like, you know, yeah. for the needs of the community. So like, that's like little ways that you can also get involved is like by, you know, reaching out to Pomegranate saying, what are you guys up to? Or like, how can I help 100%. or anything yeah. like that? You know what, Amanda, I think truly most people are really good people. I truly believe most people want to give back and they want to do good things. And I think the problem is, is that a lot of people don't know how. Yeah. So 100%. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we include people as much as possible. Just like you said, like, you know, most, most of our clients are like, we're really lucky. We have really wonderful clients. Best. Uh, wonderful staff. Wonderful oh, it's just like it's just good people. The school someone said everyone loves massage therapists, and I thought, oh, cool. But it's kind of, it's, it's we have the we have a lucky, beautiful offering yeah. in our line of work. And so when we when we have set, you know, most of these things that we've done, it's only because our clients help along the way. We yeah. we sort of throw an idea. Yeah, we want to do this for these people. We'll we'll raffle off a draw for a massage. 
But apart from that, most of our clients come in willingly saying, we love, if if we can help you, what else can we do? What, you know, so I think having a platform to be able to create these ideas, you'd be shocked at the amount of people that want to give back. They want to be a part of it. They want to do good things. And I, yeah, I say, I would say just get out there and do do it. it. I say this all the time and I've seen this this a million times, but I, years before I even went for the career change and I sort of had that idea my mom I always went to own a little business I think according to my mom even but it was like uh it was like not it was the businesses of the future which is we're now in the future this is it but it's like not like this is it it's not like are you or it was never the question won't be from from patrons or consumers or or the public like what are you doing to give back it's like how sorry it's not it's not if you're giving back as a business, but how and what, like, yeah. what are you doing? It's not just this like sort of gratuitous uh, profit absorption for the t- owners, uh, you know, whatever. It was just yeah. like, how and what are you doing to give back as a business owner? And then full circle back to the cooperators and the, the golden handcuffs that they were, they always facilitated at some beautiful learnings from them. They always facilitated those opportunities for their staff. That was huge for Nice. For, for them and um, uh, even on the large scale of a business that they were so they'd have all these opportunities built in so you could and I love and then which so I then Tanya was like let's do this and this I was like yes like it triggered that memory of like facilitating this to make it easy for everyone that comes around oh sweet here's a pair of tampons or a yeah. pack of tampons perfect <laughs> I've wanting to do something for a while yeah to get back perfect Ah, oh, yeah. nice. That is, that's like what I wanted to is like for people to understand because you guys are like one of the, when I think of giving back, I think of Pomegranate Grove and how much you guys Aww. have been able to do for the community. So we're going to kind of turn it around and kind of just have a little bit of fun because like I, I, I always ask, like as everyone knows, what is one common myth about your profession or your field that you want to debunk? Oh. And you're like, and there was like an LOL. You guys know exactly the one that uh, you are not called masseuses. So, uh, what's yeah. the difference between a massage therapist and a masseuse? I think masseuse is a little more of a layman's term. There's sometimes a little bit of a of a sexual innuendo sometimes, um, and I think that because <laughs> massage therapist or registered massage therapist so you can do rmt or mt and that signifies that you've um gone through sort of intensive schooling and written government regulated exams mm-hmm. and i correct me if i'm wrong you guys but i think ontario is one of the highest uh, places in the world in terms of like education requirements yes. for registered massage therapy so there's so it just it, it's they try to think of an example of how it could compare it, but it's, it's just sort of a slang, slangy, um, yeah. Layman's on a, a term that doesn't yeah. honor the education, the education. And, that, and it's not in a snobby it. way, but no. I also think oh. it's more of a colloquial, like, and there's been so much work to differentiate between like a holistic massage, which I'm doing bunny quotes, air air quotes you can't see. And that's got a little bit of a different vibe than a regulated healthcare professional spot. Oh, totally. Cause I went to, uh, when I like started my uh, work journey, I did go to aesthetic school and I did learn massage therapy. I learned the Swedish massage. So they call it, they would call it like an aromatic, uh, aromatic uh, massage or something like that. So that would be kind of more of a masseuse. Am I, is that kind of what you're saying? 
No. Yeah, or you could you could call it like it's really massage. tricky massage or relaxation massage in relaxation the 90s. Massage. Oh, relaxation. Yeah. Yep. They went through with a fine tooth comb and and made sure that there was a registered massage therapy and then there was sort of more of the like um sex trade massage which is so legal but they yeah. really they spent a lot of time and money and work to differentiate between the two so there was no confusion so we don't get calls no, for we're, people we're asking. very we're yeah. very we're very we're very intentional too with our yes. wording yes because mm-hmm. because you know we we worked we worked hard we put in a lot yeah. of school. and i'm not saying other people aren't working no. hard absolutely not Just but a- just a day. We don't want any confusion. We don't want any confusion. Yeah. Grow from registered massage. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. This was awesome. So do you guys are you guys up to anything that you want the listeners to know about right now? We're we're hoping to grow. Yeah. Um, so we're we're very in the very process. Fortunate. We're, we're in the process, process of growing. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. we're we're very, very fortunate yeah. again, like we've said. Um, you know, this comes trickles down from even, I mean, the women that work at Pomegranate Grove, I'm, oh. I'm literally floored by them. We're just, oh. we're so lucky. They're oh. such good. We have this atmosphere at Pomegranate that, um, it's not sort of like a competitive vibe. Nope. All the women, they truly like support each other. And we, we client share, we want people to come to Pomegranate knowing that even if, if my client wants to go see Mary, yeah. don't feel worried that I'll see you and think that you're cheating on me. Yeah. It's, I'm just truly happy that you're here. I'm truly happy that you may get a different experience and different work done by, by Marin and your healthcare will be all that much better, you know? So, um, anyways, I can't even remember the reason that the question that you asked me, but, um, what's coming up, we're growing, we're growing, we're We're so lucky. And yeah, no, I'd like to speak to Tamia too, like we're client focused. We really want, like, you know, if there's a time and a place that works and you want to you want to switch between multiple practitioners you come this person for that and this person for that and you know it's a very collaborative and collective space I really it's helped us to grow grow because the vibe is come and feel comfortable comfortable. do what works for you we just want do what works for you very client focused like you know and I want to address quickly because so I ambitiously um when I opened our space, uh, put yoga in the name. And I had this teeny tiny little yoga studio yes. that was very small and cute. It was almost like semi-private classes. And I was always a little bit um, uh, self-conscious about it because it was so small, but it's something that's like a passion. And 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 I knew that as we grow, we'd encompass a few other modalities within within the field that we, that we uh, work in. Um, so there's yoga in the name. However, when COVID hit, um, Tantania and I decided to switch this teeny tiny yoga studio, which was not conducive to um, social distancing. You can do it. You no, can we do it. You weren't allowed. We made another massage room, which was the smartest thing ever. And so um, we don't offer yoga, but that's going to be part of the growth and expansion is having a studio space. So so that'll evolve, but that's something that's coming up. Yeah. Um, We're hoping and, to find something. Yeah. yeah. That's got a couple more rooms in it. Yeah. We'll have a couple more therapists, maybe increase the modalities is, is our hope and our, we're wishing for this yeah. and that we can have a yoga space yeah. slash perhaps cycling, maybe Absolutely. bar classes, fitness, fitness in general, so sort of a bit of a rebranding uh, with massage therapy at the core, Yeah. Uh, but 100%. a wellness center um, expansion. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. And where can people learn more about Pomegranate Grove? 
uh, you go ahead. Okay, you can visit yeah. our website, www.pomegranategrove.ca.ca. <laughs> um, double check the uh, spelling of pomegranate. It's yeah. tricky. It's a mouthful. We're sorry. It is hard to spell. Grand. I always spell it wrong. Yeah, <laughs> or Natalie, our receptionist says it's Pom E Grand, Grand like Grandy, eight. Tommy um, Grandy, um, there you yeah, go. You can find Sound us. We're out. primarily more active on Instagram <laughs> as opposed to Facebook, but we do, um, yes, we do have um, a nice website where you can link on and maybe and join our newsletter. We send out a monthly newsletter. It's brief and just uh, of uh, what's happening, kind of, kind of uh, monthly send out and Instagram where I think we're most active on Instagram, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then otherwise just shoot us an email or give us a call. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you guys so much for being on the health and wealth. I, I thank you for sure. So much for sharing, you know, like what happened when you gave back, like your nurses week and how we can help give back and just kind of like, like how to go about it. I think that's just a really nice way to share that with the community so that they can learn and grow as one. Thank you guys. Thank you. Amanda. Thank you for listening to the Health and Guelph podcast. This show would simply not exist without you. If you know somebody in the community who would be a great candidate to be on this show, send them my way and email me at amanda at relevenrise.com. And what keeps us going and staying on the forefront is liking, commenting, and subscribing. Please share this podcast so we can keep this community connected. Thank you, Guelph, and stay strong.